I'm suiting up! Welcome to Doctor 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Nicolias and Major Death. So let's jump into last week's poll question, Mage. I love the way you said Major Death. (laughs) Poll question for last week. We wanted to know which Wing 2 card do you think will have the greatest impact on the meta? We had 21 votes. Thank you to everyone who voted. And we have some dissension in the listener ranks because 33% said Fist of Ra Den was going to have the most greatest impact on the meta, not not Rising Winds, which is what uh, Nicolaus emphatically said during the podcast last week. Mm -hmm. Rising Winds did get 28%. Go ahead. Uh... I mean, if I'm not going to say that they're wrong, I'm just looking at the HS replay stats right now, and I'm going to say that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Sky Vatir had 19%. We had 19% in the other category, the write-in votes. We had two for Fiendish Servant. That is the Warlock 2-1 that when it dies, its attack goes to another friendly minion. And then one person said, none of these cards are going to have an impact. But they did say they liked Explosive Evolution. So um, inter- interesting results. I thought I thought Nicolaus being so emphatic was going to skew the results to a, to a uh, specific way. But I'm glad that our audience made up their own mind and casted their vote the way they felt. Uh, and so we got, so we got good results. There. So, so, so for, first off for Fist of Raiden to be, uh, make an impact on the meta, people would have to be playing Shaman. So that's, that's the first strike against it. <laughs> Secondly, I've seen it multiple times and it's just like one of those cards. People are like jamming the square peg into the round hole, trying to make it work. And, uh, it, it just doesn't. Well, you can, I'm not going to, like, go too hard on it, right? But, like, yeah. I'm looking... Like I said, I looked at the HS replay stats. Uh, there was... When, I, when I'm looking for decks that include it, uh, I see four of them, and none of them have above a 46% win rate. Um, and then Rising Winds has brought, actually, Quest Druid back into the meta. Yeah. Um, okay. Not, so not it's not ca- a huge, not a huge portion of the meta, but it does have significantly more play than what we were seeing like two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, so counterpoint. Mm-hmm. There was a tour stop last weekend, so the people that might have the best ability to create a deck potentially that would leverage Fist of Raden well. We're probably focusing on their decks and final preparation for Masters Tour Arlington, and didn't have time to uh, to theory to to uh, cultivate lists with Fist of Rod in, and maybe now this week, now that that is in the rearview mirror, we see some more uh, experimentation with it. You know, I feel like the card would be better if it just generated a random minion at that yeah. cost. Random legendary just kind of like there's there's a lot of low rolls, especially when you're like, I have to earth shock this. 
or you know farsight elemental evocation like there's a lot of spells you're gonna play that are you want to play and make fist of right end not good because do you really need a bunch of t- random two drop legendaries yeah well i mean like people like not in shaman exactly but like medivh the guardian was played mm-hmm. in a lot of different classes because of the you know the weapon right yeah, yeah. like at yeah yeah and that was just a random minion. And most of the time, a random minion is better than a random legendary. Yeah. Um, also, you got like, the seven, there's this seven whole math discussion that I know Wicked Good loves to go into about like nine times out of ten or something, uh, a random legendary is worse on average than any other card that you could get, mm-hmm. just because of how like how much power is in their battle cries, how synergistic they can be, how some of them are like. Nat Pagel and Laura Walker Cho and you know Black Howard Black Tower Gunspire whatever it is you know like there's a lot of bad legendaries um so getting a random one isn't very helpful but but to those that are, not... I was gonna say but those out there who are trying to use fist right in I I support you more power yes. to you guys enjoy it I... <laughs> that's I, I'm just I'm just. Again, devil's advocate throwing mm-hmm. that out there as as one possible way that you know there there's still you know more cards coming. Mm-hmm. There's some cards coming this week. Maybe maybe something changes, but yes, the the initial thing it's seen a, a good amount of play. It hasn't gotten the results necessarily that would be warranted on a high impact card, but but we still have time that it could change. Yep. So let's move on to news. Um, Galcron's Awakening Wing 3 is now available. Eight new cards coming to the meta. And we will talk about them in depth in this week's main topic. So I just want, we don't normally talk about the encounters because normally they're kind of meh. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know if anybody knows a way to beat the heroic version of the second hero encounter the guy who has like 200 health um if you're able to beat it with anything other than mechathune warlock like i would love to know because oh my god that was the (laughs) most ridiculous encounter i think i've ever seen it was worse than any of the lich kings anything from heroic nax and like like when i was playing that encounter on regular i was like the first time Okay, I won't I won't spoil it, but initially it seems very 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 difficult and your head tilts when you see what you're up against. So, anyone who hasn't played it yet, I will not spoil it, but the second encounter is like it starts out kind of crazy. Yeah, you guys are 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 uh scaring me here. I have not seen it yet. So I was going to wait. It's easy on the it. on the normal one, it's super yeah. easy. Okay. On the heroic, it's, fun. it's next from possible. It's fun I, I too. I've been doing this on stream, so on Wednesday nights I've been unlocking the the, the content, and so uh, yeah, you had me worried. You had me right. worried there for a minute. I was no, gonna say that easy. that encounter is the most fun I've had in an adventure in a while. So I just thought it was silly good. Like this is like the silly kind of good fun you want in the adventures. So. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, there so. Uh, French player Blas, I believe Blazes, uh, Blazes, wins the Master Tour Arlington 
beat IROC um, in the finals. We had 258 competitors, and his lineup was Galcron Rogue, Highlander Mage, Galcron Control Warlock, and Highlander Warrior. So that's a very interesting. I'm pretty sure everyone basically brought Rogue. From what, from my understanding, the strategy, the general strategy of the tournament was ban Rogue. Ban Rogue, yeah, yeah. that was that that got that happened. I watched a little bit of it each day, and that I don't recall ever seeing a rogue match. So uh, that did seem to be seem to be the case. I thought it was interesting. You had two decks: Highlander Mage that doesn't see a lot of play on uh, sees a little bit of play on ladder, but not too much. And Highlander Warrior has uh, has not seen as much play as as like the Galacron Warrior, uh, regular Galacron Warrior with two of so. Uh, just an interesting lineup and, and definitely something we can talk about in the future lineups and, and takeaways from, from masters events or competitive esports in general versus uh, not things you shouldn't take away from those. Also, as a note, this was the first real event that uh, after, after the switch to YouTube from Twitch mm-hmm. and um don't know what the final count on the numbers were but i didn't see it go over 4k they so i saw a post saying it capped at 13k probably sometime on uh on sunday okay was the highest point it reached they actually on friday had two different channels where it was being played right so it was skewing the numbers at least a little bit uh but uh it it doesn't seem like it got as much viewership on at least this first event as it did uh, typically get during during on when it was on Twitch. Yeah, I think the numbers that I heard, like again, this is totally unconfirmed, but the numbers that I heard was it lost about eighty percent of its viewership. Ugh. So, I mean, I I I don't assume that this is a big deal for Blizzard. They're probably more concerned if. This, this kind of drop happens for Overwatch League and stuff like that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that's I, not I, what YouTube wanted to see. No, I... And I know Kibler brought, brought, said a few things about, like, the basically nobody knew that it was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, he was saying that more people were in his stream than were watching the, the Masters Tour, and nobody knew that it was actually going on because they don't do any advertising. Yeah, like so. You this need... is a this is an endemic problem to Hearthstone, where they don't announce like like nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, you know? I feel I feel like this is on YouTube too because this is their like they paid Blizzard money to bring their product there. So I feel like you'd want to be screaming it from the rooftops that that it, you you know. Blizzard's Blizzard's Blizzard products are now on YouTube. Come watch the this competitive Hearthstone event. You know. So also yeah. one one more interesting point. This is uh, another top eight for Bloody Face. Extremely undefeated during the Swiss round, nine and zero. Oh, that's it, so so consistent. That's that dude's real. That dude is like. One of the best. Serious hat tip to him to to be able to get through 
that kind of field i mean a huge uh, a big field and to be able to go through through your swiss rounds and and go undefeated is is crazy he's the only one that was able to do that yeah that's pretty crazy so let's continue on with the news. Uh, Blizzard announces via Twitter the Dragon's Master bundle hits its 1.5 million cash cap after just two days. Um, and I will go ahead and link that. Um, it's so ridiculous. We were talking about the fact that it took them too long to get that out there. Mm-hmm. And then in two days, they, they made they, they sold $3 million worth of it because 50% of it was going to that, that 1.5 million cap. Two days. Yeah, that is crazy. That's crazy. So the money will be added to prize pool for the six master tour events. So, um, so that's going to all six. Yes. Yes. A portion of it is going to each each one, including the Arlington one that occurred this last weekend. That's not a lot. No. Like, sorry. Sorry. I mean, like, I'm I'm used to seeing like a bit higher prize pools, and this is like. Well, two, this is two and a half. Sorry, two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, yeah. It's in addition to okay, okay, what okay. they were already going to give, this is a, a supplement to that. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, so it's pretty nice. Um, so Blizzdev, can you pronounce that? Uh, it's I don't. Hadija. Hadija confirms animation times will decrease in upcoming patch on Reddit. So the quote is: "We're speeding up minion triggers across the whole game whenever." after poisonous lifesteal etc etc in an upcoming patch to better match the cadence of battlegrounds they will resolve in 0.02 down from just uh so it was originally at 0.2 seconds and now it or excuse me it's it's going down to 0.2 seconds it was originally 0.8 excuse me so almost a second to less than half a second uh, except for the special cases where we flag zero seconds. This is done, checked in, and just hasn't gone live because it requires a full patch. So this is, I mean, that's exciting because I always hated the lifesteal and poisonous animations. How I, take? Is this actually, so this is actually happening to the game and it's not just a battleground thing? Correct. No, it's already been done in the battlegrounds. Uh, in some instances, I know poison. I think was 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 the big one that they basically tested this change in the battlegrounds. People liked it. The people have been asking for for reduction on the animations for some time, specifically in the battlegrounds, because of uh, of it's just kind of you just have to sit and wait for all that stuff to play out, and so. Because of this, and because of the positive reception that it had, they're now going to implement it in t- throughout the entire rest of the game. Thank God. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a nice little quality of life change. So this match is the recent change that's already made to Battlegrounds. Yes. Um. So up next, Peter Whalen and Mike Denae is no longer working on Hearthstone. Denae mentioned it in Dog's Twitch stream. Whalen tweeted it, Um. and we'll link that. And both are still at Blizzard and working on the same unknown project. Wow. So these were the driving guys when Ben Brode left. So I don't think they knocked it out of the park. So um, <laughs> I, I wonder what's coming next. So and This is interesting. 
so so now it's basically Ixar is probably the most high profile person that's going to be speaking on behalf of uh, team of the Hearthstone team. Yeah, I, I mean Ben Thompson did uh, you know an expansion reveal at BlizzCon. Uh, you know I think uh, the the uh, two the two women who are doing the um, the keynote at um blizzcon 2 i don't remember their yeah, that names. was that that was hadija and oh, okay uh, live something i don't yeah. remember her last name but there there's uh yeah it, it's just kind of the the changing of the guard a little bit more and i i was surprised because it seemed like this was going to be their time time to step up now and mm-hmm. uh you know peter whalen was like in the forefront it felt like during like the boomsday project and some of that stuff mm-hmm. part of the the reveals and and diff- and the like the announcement videos and some of that um and my, mike mike has always been kind of the uh like i he always had really interesting and very technical things to talk about when he would talk and so it was interesting he had actually talked a lot more recently specifically about the battlegrounds and stuff mm-hmm. and and so to now find out that he's moved on to something else as well uh was just kind of surprising too so yep we'll see what's coming fingers crossed obviously we all love hearthstone so we want the best for the game and hopefully whoever steps up can keep it going strong so all right so we're gonna go over a standard meta update last week all regions rank five to legend and these are the top five population uh for five to legend so top five is in big and druid then galakron rogue galakron warrior highlander hunter highlander rogue uh these aren't necessarily in order it's just oh, okay go yeah oh, i'm sorry so my it, i misspoke that yeah, Ixar tweeted this on January July January thirtieth, right before the <laughs> right before the Masters Tour Arlington, and just kind of I just out of the blue, he just tweeted this meta report and he's just like these are the five, five most popular decks on ladder from five to legend, and then he also did a top five for win rate uh, in that same five to legend range. So then we have the top five win rate, which is Aggro Hunter, Combo Priest, Highlander Hunter, Mech Paladin, Quest Hunter. So looks like aggressive things to beat in Bigot Druid. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean that's what it, it that's what it feels like. Aggro like Face Hunter does well against in Bigot Druid most of the time. Combo Priest can snap off a victory from nowhere. Um, Highlander Hunter. Mech Paladin, which is another just snowball-y deck that um, Embiggen Druid has a hard time coming back from. And Quest Hunter feels like if you can go wide and keep a board up, then you're probably going to overwhelm them at some point. Especially if their minions get really pricey. So, if you're only playing one minion a turn and you can summon seven Scarabs... (laughs) With three attack, uh, you can probably chew through what they have every turn. So it's it's definitely it, it's interesting to see this. This is obviously probably using the Blizzard data 
uh, mm-hmm. that they have access to. So it's a more complete picture of, you know, we have HS replay and, and like vicious syndicate that relies on people contributing data. Whereas this would actually be all the players that, that, you know, that are connecting and that blizzard has, uh, and, but so the population ones definitely seem right on those yeah. are like the decks that you're seeing, but the win rate decks, uh, some of them kind of surprise me a little bit. Uh, so, Paladin specifically, I think. So uh, can, can I interject real quick? Sure. These these are the decks I was losing to playing in Big and Druid. Like mm-hmm. those were the the deck. Like Face Hunter was routinely smashing me in the face unless I could get some sort of significant Zilliax play. So like Aggro Hunter. Um, Mech Paladin just keeps building bigger minions that just hit hard and you can't do much about. So, like, that's what I feel like those decks are targeting in Big and Druid, which was the most popular. I think it was probably the most popular deck at the time, and that's just a guess. So, definitely feels popular now. I yeah. was t- telling you guys last night, I was uh, playing ladder between rank eight and rank six, and I. I fa- faced nine druids in 13 games and more than half of those were in big and druids. So uh, mm-hmm. way, that, that definitely seems to be a popular deck right now. Yep. That's how I got to rank five beating in big and druid with quest or uh, quest resurrect priest. I know I'm an awful human being and I will languish <laughs> in that. So. All right, guys, so let's move on to our main topic this week. We have new cards hitting the meta today. So let's just dive into it and start out with our first card, Waxmancy. It is a two-mana rogue spell. Discover a Battlecry minion. Reduce its cost by two. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't be too upset if you pulled it off of... um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a ethereal lackey. lackey. Yeah, an ethereal lackey, or um, I could see it being in um, Highlander because you could probably. I would assume you can pull another class's battle cry minion, but I'm not sure. No, it's discover. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's only rogue and neutrals. Okay. Well. I could see you taking it then off an ethereal lackey. I don't see many people packing it, but unfortunately, all the good uh, rogue minion battle cry cards aren't actually battle cry their combo. So, yep, mage, no Edwin, no Si, no evil miscreant. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, would you ever play this in a Malagros rogue? Why? I would. I I don't know. It was just, just a question. <laughs> I, it, I I was trying to figure out a spot where you, you wouldn't necessarily want to play a lot of minions in your deck, but there's no way to there. It's there's no ways in standard to tutor out uh, the minions in your deck like there is in wild now. I don't yeah. think. It reminds me of the uh, shaman version of the card, but it actually gives you a discount on the minion too. Oh, the the, uh, Blazing Invocation. Blazing Invocation, there you go. That's one mana, but you don't get the reduction. Yeah, so this, I mean, it's a fair card, and it might see some play later on, but right now it doesn't seem to do much. 
So could do you could have fun with spirit of the shark or yeah spirit of the shark with it if if there suddenly got to be some good battle cry minions (coughs) i mean like i said it could fit into highlander because it's a one of but i don't know what you take out for it so just saying hypothetically so and that's a spell so it doesn't battle you don't get to shark it but you do get the benefit so anyways Let's move on to Chop Shop Copter. It's kind of hard to say. It's a three mana hunter minion that is also a mech. It is a 2-4. After a friendly mech dies, add a random mech to your hand. So it's micro tech chip um, only for mechs and any mechs on the board. So it's kind of reminds me of like an inverse cult master, except for you're just getting random mechs. So one star. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel like. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah, you want to play this in a mech hunter deck. What's the problem with that? Mech hunter decks are super aggressive and don't do trading. So why would you put a card that encourages trading in a deck that wants to only go face? It's a good question. <laughs> well, I, I mean the the counterpoint to it, I guess, would be that like you're having you're creating lots of the the bombs and. If your opponent is going to make those trades for you, if you could find a way to get this down, it's also got a big butt so that you could magnetize it, that sort of thing. And so it, it goes in the in the Mech Hunter deck. The, pro, the other problem with this card is that some of the really good cards for the Mech Hunter deck are rotating out in, in a couple months, right? Like isn't boom basically Master all of them boomstay yeah. is rotating so basically yeah. all of them are going yeah so yeah. for for three for like two months you could you could potentially play this in a mech hunter deck and uh and, and see if that that works out for you you know with all the mechs that you can but then it'll then it'll just sit in wild i it, this i think we'll see playing wild in the, in those decks but yeah Mech Hunter's not seeing a ton of play right now, so I don't think this is enough to launch it back into uh, a lot of play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, right now it's competing with Face Hunter, and this does nothing to accelerate the race. It, in fact, makes you slower if you have to take out damage to put in this card. So, yeah, yeah, like, like there's no reason to play Mech Hunter right now, even with this, when you're looking at uh, um, just Face Hunter or even just like the uh, the Highlander Hunter, like there's 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 no reason to be playing that Hunter right now. Yeah, that's fair. So next up, we got a Warrior Minion, uh, Risky Skipper. It costs one. It's a one three. After you play a minion, deal one damage to all minions. Um, this seems interesting. I don't know how good it is, but like is very interesting as like it kind of reminds me of um like dart frog or a uh uh what do you call it the uh the two four flame flame waker i mean it's a little different but it's a at least an interesting card that does something that warriors kind of done in the past and makes it a little bit more interesting it doesn't only deal damage to your minions it hits the board, so it might help you stabilize against um, a more aggressive deck in early game. 
So so the comparison is Wild Pyromancer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, instead of spells, it's minions. And Wild Pyromancer was never really seen in Warrior. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, having a whirlwind effect isn't bad, but the fact that it's on a one-mana minion means that you probably don't want to be playing it in the early game because then it's, like, damaging your own minions, which means that you'll probably like be losing board control a lot Mm -hmm. so is it like a mid game and then you're trying to combo it with battle rage i guess but i don't know this this seems just like a a why yeah why why would you why would you do this like why i don't and it it damages itself too yeah like it's damaging itself so you're only gonna be able to play a maximum of three minions so like like Great, you can deal with lackeys. What's warrior really good at anyway? Dealing with one health minions. So why are we adding another one that also damages? Like I don't, I don't know. I so don't know. to be to be fair, whirlwind or um warpath is going away yeah. at the rotation. So so Celestalon confirmed that this is actually supposed to be a pirate, and so uh, it is going to have the pirate tag on it. Okay. It it probably does not have it currently, but it is going to get the pirate here shortly. Pirate that... tag. And so then it means that you could get it off of the the one the one mana one two. And it might I it might see it could potentially help you uh with like some going wide by your opponent if you were playing Pirate Warrior. I think that actually makes this card so much worse. Like this, having the pirate tag makes this significantly worse. That's fair. For, for that reason, because if you're playing an aggressive deck, you don't want to be killing your own minions, right? <laughs> your minions so basically, if you, get, if, if, if you get this off that one-two, you cannot play this card ever. Like, because that one damage AoE, it's not going to deal with their taunts, right? Like, mm-hmm. And if it does, then it's probably killing your own minions as well. So you're just shooting yourself in the foot, like... I don't know what the expression is, but it's like shooting yourself, shooting shoot yourself in the foot is very appropriate with pirates too. No, but it's like <laughs> it's like shooting yourself in the foot to like give another person a toe ache. Like I don't know what like what the actual expression is, but it's like hurting yourself worse to mildly inconvenience somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like this this makes no sense to me. That's fair. Um, so next up we have um. Lotheb kind of 2.0 <laughs> is a five mana minion, boom pistol bully, uh, five five battle cry. Enemy battle cries cost cards cost five more next turn. So it is Lotheb's effect on battle cry cards with a five five body. So I was told the reason why Rebuke was never seen, never saw any play was because. The thing that was good about Lotheb was also that there was the five five body on it. Um, I mean, I feel like this has some. Like, doesn't this kind of mess with Mage and like a lot of like Highlander decks? Well, all the Galakron decks because yeah. it, it it deals with the invokes, it deals with the Galakron, uh, it deals with lackeys. Uh, you're not gonna want to play a six mana lackey. That's that, that, that yeah. would feel terrible, um, but it's. I, I think it's. Hear me out. 
mm-hmm. given where we are in the current meta, I think this is as good or better than Lothib for what it does. Like, like it, what it's trying to do versus what the meta is trying to do. I feel mm-hmm. like it's, it's as good or possibly better than Lothib. I think this in, in today's meta, if Lothib comes back and this card also exists, I think this is better than Lothib. Okay. Right. Right now. Yeah. That. That's because, what. I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That being said, I, we don't know how much this is going to change. What we do know is that Galakron and the Highlander stuff is all battle cries, and it's going to be here for another year. So there is reason to play this card. Um, basically, the only decks that don't really care about it are the aggro ones, and in Big and Druid, I think like everything else kind of like hates it Um, i feel like resurrect priest doesn't care too much about it oh that's fair yeah but like most decks in this meta are based around battle cries Mm -hmm. um because that battle cry minions basically give you the most tempo um because it's doing something as well as giving you a body at the same time um Mm -hmm. as well as there's a lot of like high impact low cost battle cries um, and the only decks that are able to really compete with that are the things that are doing like unfair things in their other way. Like Resurrect is resurrecting a same minion like ten goddamn, goddamn million times. <laughs> and Big and Druid is saying, "Hey, I'm ramping." Also, all my minions have plus four, plus four, because yay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then the face uh, hunter, the other aggro decks are like, "Hey, you're dead on turn five, You know. Any yeah. deck that's not doing like those things are like are using battle cries to get their tempo and like this is super impactful. So I don't know how much it's gonna get played, but this is super impactful. I was gonna say, like, if I remember correctly, Lotheb was more of an aggressive tool too. Like yeah. generally it was like I put I drop Lotheb on five after getting you down to ten. What are you going to do to stop me now? Like, yeah, because it's like that's a little bit different, right? Because spells are mostly used as a catch up mechanic. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not really using flame strike to get tempo, right? You're using it to be like, oh my god, I'm about to die. I need to kill everything. Right. So it loads that bit really well into the aggressive decks because it's like there's no battle cry minion that can do this. The only thing that can stop me is a spell, so I'm going to stop the spells. Whereas Battlecry means a lot more, um, I'd say, like I said, tempo-based. So this yeah. is a this is like saying you don't get to do anything impactful. You you don't get to get tempo the the next turn. It's like a t- it's like another like it's like uh a, 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 what do you call it a doomsayer going off like yeah it's like doomsayer on empty board yeah yep i i would note that it's like like other tech cards this is an epic and so if you did not buy the adventure and after all the wings are out you want to craft this thing it is going to be 800 dust to craft one of them so yep it's a little on the expensive side but uh it it, it may be worth it depending on uh you know, finding room for it in some of these decks might be a bit difficult, just given how how um, tight, I guess, some of them kind of feel. Like, they kind of feel like they're pretty close to 
to a solved 30 card deck and so then the question is is do you have room to find to to put something like this in the deck no matter how powerful it is so the next card i will say um i will guarantee it will see play in the archetype it goes into and i'll explain that in a second it is a five mana hunter minion rotten rot nest drake I am on fire speaking tonight, so <laughs> just going to put that out there. It is a 6-5 dragon. Battlecry, if you're holding a dragon, destroy an enemy minion. I feel like this fits in. A random enemy minion. Yes, random enemy. You see, I'm That is fire. important. Yes, that a is random <laughs> enemy minion. It'll slot in. It's a deadly shot on a 6-5 body. That has a, that you are already probably playing dragons in Highlander Hunter. I feel like this, this slots really it. Good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this it just slots really in, no questions asked. Just like, oh yeah, of course, yeah, I'll play that. There are two things. There are two problems right now with uh, the the dragon version of Highlander Hunter. The first is the lack of good dragons. A lot of the time you have to put in these like garbage things just because they have the dragon tag. Um, the other one is Subject 9. You don't mm-hmm. play Subject 9 in the dragon version, and Subject 9 is far superior to the dragon version. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a card that I look at and say this is going to make dra- Highlander Dragon Hunter viable right now. I look at it and say it will make it viable in three months. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's accurate. I'm just saying that when that deck is viable, yeah. this is a automatic slot in. Yeah, I just don't think that you can. Like, I I think that if you're playing dragons, you're making the wrong decision. I think that subject nine is so, so much better. Then yeah. I will happily make the wrong decision because what we've seen in the last few days actually is that there is a uh, a pretty good version of dragon highlander hunter that has emerged and actually was played a fair amount uh at masters tour arlington and uh it it is running a little bit light on the dragons for my taste and 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 i think that there's definitely i actually played the deck last night did really really well it actually does a pretty good job of dealing with embiggen druid and uh this card i think i actually I want to. I I have played this card, and so I think I I got it either. I got it last Friday, uh, playing um, playing in the arena because the arena actually has all the cards right now. Okay. Even though even though they're being released week by week, uh, in in the uh, in the constructed meta, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I, it's just a really powerful card, and I feel like. Paying your 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 like like you were saying the 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 uh, deadly shots three mana on its own usually and you're paying so you're basically paying two mana for a six five body which is absolutely ridiculous and obviously you need to have another dragon in hand uh, but I think you I this helps you t- with that because you're adding a really good dragon to a a, a list that was a little dragon light. And I feel like you're not you're not broken up if you drop it on five with no dragon in your hand. Like that's the other thing that's nice about it. You're not like, oh, well, this card's only good if I have a dragon in the hand. It's not 
amazing if you don't have a dragon in your hand, but it's a better than average body. So I feel like I know it's it's a little well, okay, bit no, over. Like like the fact that it has five health makes it not great, but um, like it's it's passable, which yes. is not something that you get to say with a powerful battle cry effect minion. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, the the stats take a large hit, whereas yeah, this doesn't. Think about Vile Spine Slayer, right? That was the five mana, basically remove a minion, but it required the combo effect, and you you had a three four body associated with that as opposed to a six five body. Now, granted, you got to control where that that you get to pick what minion got removed. This you don't have that, but I, I mean, similarly, that I I don't know if you get. 3-1 of additional worth of stats just because it's a random removal versus a uh, a picked removal. So, then we have up next a Priest Minion. Six mana, Aeon Reaver, Battlecry, deal four, or it's a 4-4, four, four, Battlecry, deal damage to a minion equal to its attack. So, if you're, if you're wondering how you're going to deal with your opponent's Aeon Reader, you have your own Aeon Reaver to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm just like it's basically single target light bomb, right? Like, yeah, this is a way to get rid of like a single large minion on the opponent's board. Gee, I wonder what other cards Breeze can do to do that. You know, like <laughs> I, there was only a card I had that would do would kill a, man, a minion that has attack over five. I just and maybe if it was like half of this mana as well, it might actually be you know okay, right? Yeah, like three three mana is pretty nice. <laughs> I, I I'm looking at it. I'm like, the the only thing that this like remotely does is like it some answer for untargetable. But then it's like, shh, we have plague of death, we have mass hysteria, like priest is good on removal, and priest has always... like too much removal. Like, exactly, honestly. priest always has too much removal. That's just I mean that's the only is. thing that they can print for them. To be honest, like. They had, and not even very good removal. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my god! Like the like, Masatera is good, right? But like outside of Psychic Scream, and Light Bomb, you know, like the the Plague of Death isn't the fact that it's nine mana makes it unplayable in a lot of different archetypes. Basically, yeah. just the Resurrect. Um, but it's but so like good they have Forbidden Words, Shadow Word Pain, Shadow Word Death. You know, like. They got single tar- they got single target removal on lock, and now yeah. you're giving them a four four body to attach it with. I don't know where it's going. Like, I it's don't a like dragon, it. so great, so it can be played in that non-existent dragon priest that will never be seen play as long as divine spirit inner fire is in standard. Because playing combo priest is just infinitely better. So I mean. It, it, would, it would only be better if it also invoked Galakrond. <laughs> yeah. And Galakrond would still never be C-play because that's not a viable way to play Priest. Exactly. I, I, oh God. I yeah. hope that these, the, whoever's taking over for the Hearthstone team actually knows what to do with Priest. Because nobody in the before knew how to... Oh, yeah, 100%. Knew what they were doing with Priest, like... It's just, it's just like, eh, well, Inner Fire's still in the game, and Divine Spirit's still in the game. We'll just let them do that. Here, have uh, High Priest Amet. 
you guys go have a blast. Psychopomp, you got it, buddy. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like bringing back a 2-6 or a 4-7 with Rubborn? Exactly. Oh, Neferset Ritualist, heal your minions <laughs> to full health. <laughs> I mean, like, they just made, they, like, lined up like, hey, you guys like Combo Freeze, uh-huh. <laughs> In one expansion, they basically gave everything. So you, you were saying, Mage? <laughs> I, I like Ion Reaver. I'd like to see a viable deck that I could put the Ion Reaver in it. And I, as I've as I've touted for several episodes, I want a minion based priest deck, and this is a nice card to put in said deck. Now we just need like six more cards, at or, at or around this level that that I can put in that deck that are that might make it viable enough to actually try and play it. You yeah, just... like okay, so the card itself is fine. Like, there's mm-hmm. no problem with the card itself. It's just. Minion-based priest has received zero support for the fact that, like, as as long as combo priest exists, I don't see anything resembling a minion-based priest deck actually working. Um, and no. yeah, I, I, it's sad. It's no, no spiteful summoner. So like, yeah, like they needed a spiteful summoner. To mm-hmm. be that that powerful, that it's like you would consider not playing combo, mm-hmm. and then they nerfed it, and it's like okay, well let's just. I think at the time it was competing with Raza, so it wasn't like Inner Fire Divine Spirit, but it was very similar mm-hmm. yeah, um, exactly. in play pattern. Um, so it's but that but as soon as it got nerfed to seven mana, it's like okay, everybody go back into the combo camp. This <laughs> yep. way, please form an orderly line, and we're going zero mana hero power. We're mind blasting and playing Velen. Uh, you know, we are yep. using our OP card Shadow Visions to make sure we never lose because we have have the consistency to do whatever the heck we want. You know, <laughs> like, yep. end, end up getting end up getting four mind blasts that they can then cast for basically free because they have a minion that reduces the mana cost on spells. And yeah, yeah. All this sort of God, stuff. God, that deck was so insane. Yes, it was. Okay, oh let's, my God. let's let's keep moving. We got do we got two cards <laughs> left? We got Scale Lord. It is a five mana uh, dragon for paladins. It is a five six dragon. Battlecry, give your Murlocs divine shield. And Why? finally, we have Skycrag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we can move on. There's nothing to say about this. Yeah. Murlocs and dragons don't go together. They're trying Stop to it. make it. It's like Murlocs are a round peg. The the peg they're trying to, the hole they're trying to jam it into is a moon. Like, it doesn't even come remotely the same shape like it's just like these two what if we take no 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 what if we take the most aggressive tribe in murlocs (laughs) and try and mix it with the slowest tribe in dragons it's a genius move guys (laughs) (laughs) but there's some other support for this in uh like the the yeah the murloc that buffs dragons yeah that doesn't see play dragons and then there's another Murloc that it says if you're holding a dragon get two random murlocs or something that other one that doesn't see play yeah 
the dude that don't sleep play. <laughs> no, I, like, okay, sorry, sorry. Mm. Don't don't want to be too negative or put no. down or anything. We're we're just having fun. I, yeah, I like I like the so, <laughs> I, getting a divine shield on Murlocs because Murlocs are notoriously easy to kill seems like a nice thing. It seems like a good thing. It seems like something you wanted to get from uh from time to time when you were playing gentle megasaur with a mm-hmm. bunch of murlocs yeah in the past it it's uh i saw uh somebody say that basically it it's not the high roll from gentle megasaur and it's not the low roll that you got from gentle megasaur it's somewhere in the middle that's and fair the, que- the question is is like you really do need to be able to play this the turn you you're you're yes you would want to put it in a tip the scales deck is mm-hmm. where i would think you would want to put it but as you as you pointed out with prismatic lens you want to try and get that that tip the scales as low as you possibly can and a five mana tip the scales is also, nearly as good as a one mana tip the scales also number two let's point out that tip the scales summons seven murlocs you can't put it on the board. You're out of board space after that, too. Unless yeah, you, you get, have to kill one off somehow. Yeah, so you, you have to kill. Uh, yep. Yeah. So you have to kill one of your Murlocs to get this one on the board to give the rest of them divine shield. So yeah. So this is basically saying have a bunch of Murlocs and have them not die, and then you get to give them divine shield. But at that point, it probably doesn't matter because you have a lot of Murlocs that they didn't die and they go face. Yeah. So I feel like I'd rather play a Cold Light Oracle than this card. Like yeah. if I if I had the choice to play Cold Light Oracle or give him Divine Shield, like I feel like Cold Light Oracle is probably the better of the call. The you mean the seer that gives it the seer? Mouth, excuse, right? Yes, seer. See, Oracle I, draws the card that's in in uh, yes. the Hall of Fame. Yes, Oracle is the draw to yeah. Okay. So finally, we have Sky Dendral crag he is a neutral legendary minion four costs he is a pirate he is a two three taunt battle cry if you played a quest this game summon a four two parrot with rush so you get six five worth of stats for four um so if you're playing a quest um i don't i i don't know what to do with this i'm not sure like I feel like this would be more towards like an aggressive side quest, but I, I don't know. I so, don't know. Okay. Yeah, so let's just look at them one by one for a moment. Yeah. Uh, you don't play this in Quest Druid. Correct. And you don't play this in any of the side quests that Druid has, so just, you don't play this in Druid. Um, uh, Hunter? Quest Hunter? Hunter uh, yeah, I could definitely see this playing in Quest Hunter because Rush, and it has a taunt to protect some other things, so cool. Uh, mm. I don't think you play this Two with Toxic... on the quest, too. Two yes, I don't think quest. you play it with Toxic Reinforcements, so not Aggro Hunter, and the, Ru- the Rush side quest in, like, Highlander Hunter hasn't really been great. Like, it hasn't seen much play from what I've noticed uh, after, like, the first week of the expansion. Mm-hmm. Um... But it is a rush. The parrot is a rush, so maybe it helps a little bit. So questionable on hunter, probably, probably not bad in at least quest hunter. Maybe, maybe Highlander, uh, mage. Nope, mm-hmm. mage has no playable quest or side quest. So nope. Uh, paladin, 
Nope. They don't have any playable side quest or uh, main quest. Uh, the one that buffs your minions by plus one, plus one is interesting, but I don't think that it really fits. Also, it's a side quest, which makes it much more unreliable. Um, so I don't think that... Like, I don't... The aggro paladin right now is max, right? Like, yeah. so I don't think it really fits into it. It's not the worst option, but you're heavily reliant on drawing the side quest first. Um, and I don't even know if that sees play in Red Paladin. So, like, you'd be adding like three new cards to it. So I don't know. Is um, it the is it the worst in like in Big and Druid? Because you're yes, running because you okay. pull it out and it's a two three. That's fair. Okay, yeah. And the parrot doesn't get buffed by the Inbigin, so it is not... You don't play it in Druid. That's fair. Uh, you don't play it in Priest, so skip that. Yep. Uh, quest Rogue? Maybe? Uh, not the worst? Uh, but Quest Rogue itself isn't very good, so... Meh. Mm-hmm. Uh, quest Shaman? Yeah, sure. Fits right in. Uh, yeah. Quest Shaman sucks right now so maybe <laughs> maybe in the future when battle cries become actually like when crush shaman becomes a bit better then maybe it sees play there um but right now it sucks so mm-hmm. not no no impact for shaman right now maybe in a few months yeah. uh you don't play it in warlock because it's bad mm-hmm. uh the warlock quest is just trash uh and then the hunter uh sorry the uh, warrior uh, quest is also trash, so you don't play it there. Yeah, 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 that's fair. So, so there's like one to two viable spots for it. Yeah, so it's Hunter right now is a definitely a viable spot, and then looking in the future, Shaman. Mm-hmm. So. Not great? Eh. It's, I mean, it's, sure. Okay. It does something very specifically that's not a bad thing, so. Yeah, it's it's very eh. I don't know. Like, it's not... It's great when you draw it, like, especially with the quest shaman, you know, you, you complete the quest, your hero, on turn 6, you get a 2-3 and 4, and, uh, sorry, um, a 4-2 parrot and another 4-2 parrot that have rush, and it's great. But then I'm thinking, like, doesn't, like, Galakron shaman do something very similar but better? So... Yeah, exactly. I, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Right now, though, I think that it does naturally fit into Quest Hunter. So, I yeah, like, I'd agree with that. So, two things. One, I really like this in Quest Hunter, and mm-hmm. I think that that that's something you try and slot in right away because two ticks on the quest, you're definitely getting the four two rusher, and uh, and, and that just seems seems solid to be. The other thing is. I think it'll see it not because it's in the deck, but it's going to see play in the uh, in Pirate Warrior because you'll get it for free. And even though you don't get the four two rusher, it's another pirate that has taunt, which right now there's only one that does the Dread Corsair. And so you now get a slightly better chance of an out if you're if you are desperate for a taunt. Uh, this is something that uh, is nice. And it helps protect some of your other your other more valuable pirates or or the uh, the sky barge or something like that that you don't want to to get taken out. I 
I think that most of the time, if you're getting this off the one two, it's a loss. Not not a loss. It's it's not. You'd rather see something else. Yeah, there is yeah, a very things. small. There is a there is a number of times where it is great to have that extra taunt, but I think the majority of times you get this card and like, God damn it! If only I got like. You know the the horde pillager or a the captain uh, or something the like captain that. or yeah. something that you know you could play on like turn two turn um yeah something you'd play on turn two or turn three you know yes. and actually be yeah. aggressively statted um, or if but, you draw it later on and you you get a dread corsair that dread corsair could be free so you know yeah so not. Probably not the worst role you can get off of it, but... Uh, Certainly would... far from best. Yeah, that's what I would say. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Mage, can you go into this week's poll question, please? All right. This week's poll question, uh, more about feelings. We we just went through all the Wing 3 cards, so we would like to know which of the Wing 3 cards are you most excited to play with? Uh, we have the Sky General Crag that we just talked about, the Boom Pistol Bully, if you want to make your opponents not have uh, any battle crime uh, minions to play next turn, the Rot Nest Drake, the, uh, the, the hunter with the deadly shot attached, or is there another card that you disagree with us and think you're really excited to play? So let us know. Vote in this week's poll question. Let us know which card you want or are excited to play, and we will talk about the results on next week's show. Awesome. All right. So you can find the t- show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can go to the top pin tweet, join our Dr3 Discord. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com, and feel free to leave us a good review or any feedback on the podcaster catcher of your choice if that is an option you can find me daring alkaline at dairy alkaline on twitter nicholas find me on twitter at nicholas123 and mage bring it home i am on twitter at major death and then monday wednesday friday you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash major death Oh, one more thing, too. I want to uh, shout out Velen's Chosen. They are hitting their last episode this week. So they had an incredibly good run. So that yeah. w- was a wonderful podcast. So good. we're going to miss those guys. Yeah, so. that, uh, that, that long-time listener of the show, uh, everyone that's been involved with it over the years, they've done a, a fantastic job. And... and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of sad yeah, to see it go, it, it, but you know, yes, yes, things move on. So, but thank you for all your works, guys. Rob, yes. Andrew, Grant, and you know Eve. Eve. So, yeah. yep. So, anyways, guys, thanks again for listening. As always, you've been listening to Doctor Three.